Hey, what's going on? A copywriting called podcast. It's your boy Loso 2.0, the copy guy himself. And today, I want to talk about the deep meaning that I've received from Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, I, for you guys listening to this, I love Marvel movies. I actually don't just love Marvel movies. I love uh, superhero movies, anime. I love things like that because the meaning that comes from them is so deep. Like, yo, I'm not even lying to you. Like, the meaning is deep, bro. And it was just, I love this meaning. Like, this this movie, like, looking back on it, I probably got to see it twice. I'm waiting for it to come on Disney Plus to see it again. Maybe it'll be a little bit different. But, like, I mean, just the meaning behind it, the villain like the villain, I love the villain Gore so much in this movie. Okay, besides his teeth looking crazy and him looking like Lord Voldemort, he was actually a great villain. I'm telling you why. I'm gonna tell you why in a bit, and because it goes in with the deep, deeper meaning that I received from the uh, movie. But I love the villain Gore. Now, also too, I love the fight scenes. Graphics was crazy good. I'm like, oh snap! Like these the graphics is good. Like. It was going in, I ain't gonna lie. Everything was just great with the movie. The only thing I did not like was just the comedic, the over-comedic, like, comedy. Like, we un- understand Thor is somebody, you know, he's a mighty god. He don't really take nothing serious a lot of times. He just, you know, does his thing, right? And he, you know what I mean? That's basically what I understand. Oh, you know, I just, well, something just hit me another deeper meaning. But, you know, whatever. It kind of goes hand in hand with my example, right, as well. Like, but... It's just a matter of like, it's it, the movie was good. The only, like I said, just the only problem is that over comedy. I give it a seven out of ten because of that comedy was so bad. Like if the comedy wasn't in there to the extent it was, it would still be a good movie. But you know they still have to throw in comedy. They still have to entertain people to an extent, right? So it, it's like, um, like Game of Thrones, and I was it was a great marketer kind of talking about this that like every seven to ten minutes, Game of Thrones either someone either has to die something has to be funny or someone has to get naked that's the the three things that have to happen every seven minutes of any type of show or movie or whatever because you're going to lose interest if you know i mean you're gonna lose interest if you don't if you don't get those three things so that i just thought that's that's true though with this one like they except for the fact that it wasn't every seven minutes it was like every 30 seconds though um but yeah, so let, let's get started, right? With a deeper meaning, right? Like I said, this may spoil some parts of the movie to you. It's actually going to spoil two parts of the movie to you. It's nothing like crazy important, but it's still good, right? So the message you should get from this is stop relying on God to do everything for you. Stop relying on God to save you. Now, I'm not saying that, and, and I may sound atheist when I say this, because but I'm not. I believe in the most high. I believe in God almighty. Uh, only thing is I don't rely on him to get anything done. I put in the work for God. He has also power. He's within all of us. So I literally put in the work. I use my, you know, spirit, my, I'm a God myself, lowercase g, to do these things. So I don't rely on God to do anything for me. But that was the problem with Gore. This is what I love about Gore. Gore was over-religious. Over-religious. And I know King's or queens that listen to this, you've listened to, you've seen people or met people that were over-religious, like, you know, Bible study every Thursday, going, uh, you know, Sunday, you know, Sunday school, freaking going to church, 
then your parents may have forced you to, to do that too. You may, your parents probably forced you to do this stuff, like go to you know Sunday school, go to uh, church every Sunday with them. The pastor pulls out a little, a little tiny part of the Bible, tells you their interpretation of it, and then kind of just goes on with it. Like all of this stuff, understand? Like that's just it's what happens. I, I get it. I get it. But the thing is, like, the thing about the whole, like, the whole thing is. You got to stop relying on God still to to do these things for you, though. You know what I mean? You can't just pray on it. I know you're going to say, oh, I can pray on anything. God guides me to do that. God doesn't do anything for you. Well, I'm not going to say anything, but God is not there to do the stuff for you. He, you were, You have to put in the work. And, of course, you still have to study his word and all that stuff like that. Live to his interpretation. But you are the one putting in that work. It's not God doing it. And that's, like I said, that's what Gore failed to understand. Gore, on the other hand, was a very spiritual person. Not very spiritual, very religious person. He believed in his God. Even when he was down and bad, it kind of reminded me of the story of Job a little bit. And he was down bad, walking through the desert barefoot, hot sand burning on his feet. Uh, he had a curtain as a freaking, his clothes, but that's probably what in their, in their world, that's probably what was like, you know, standard. He had a little eight-year-old, uh, or maybe not even eight-year-old, just a toddler daughter. She's over here, down and out bad, crusty lips, dry, throat dry. Like, she literally looked pale. Like, she was she was dying. Both of them were dying as they walked through the desert. And he just kept praying to his God, kept praying to his God to save him. Like, he thought his God was going to save him. Then his daughter passes away. But most people, after their daughter passes away, if someone passes away, they may lose a little bit of faith in God. Like, why? Why me? Remember that victim mentality. Why not you? But not Gore. Did no victim mentality at all. He still was like, I, you know, thank you, you know, my God, whatever his God's name was for getting me to this part or whatever and getting her to some land or whatever their heaven was, right? Then when he was saying that, he ended up waking up, walking a little bit further distance as far as he could go. And then he ends up in uh, some type of like paradise, and then he goes to the paradise, sees fruit in the ground, starts eating up the fruit all crazy. Kind of reminded me of what, you know, you may think the Garden of Eden is, but we all know that's a productive state of mind. But he's just over there eating all the fruit up. And then the his God that he prays to literally throws the fruit at him like, whoa, what are you doing, bro? Like, stay at, get out of my food. You feel me? Like, what are you doing? And then when he was doing that, the God was like, he was like, oh, thank you. Oh, you're a da-da-da-da. Whatever his God's name is. I don't know what his God's name is. And... When he did that, his God was, he was like, yeah, uh, um, now I can make it to whatever, you know, the heaven place is. And the God laughed at him because he was just like, what, like that, what? No, your daughter is not going to that place. You're not going to that place. Like basically kind of like laughing at him for even believing that he was going to that place, believing that his God did that, like, or his God even helped him. His God, while his daughter was down and out bad, was actually, to be honest, and you know how them Greek gods are a lot of them have to do with like they're just overly sexual for some reason orgies having sex with um you know both sexes having sex with um just they're just all over the place right so he you know how they are so they were just like he, he was over here entertaining girls and he's just like what do you talk about like i'm not no you're not doing that and then he like was trying to eat his fruit or whatever and then he was just like what like basically it's like that time when you meet your when they say don't meet your uh who you look up to because you know what i mean like it's gonna suck or whatever that's basically what it was he was confused like wait what like why are you like this da, 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 da. he wasn't expecting that 
But it's just like his God was right. Stop relying on gods to do that. You cannot rely on gods to take care of you, to take care of, do anything for you that you cannot do yourself. You have to do these things yourself. Oh, I pray for that new car. I pray for that new car. You did not get it because you prayed for it. You got it because you saved up your money and you put in the work for it. It was you that did this stuff. Now, there is a most high and God, you know what I mean? But it's just like you pray for all this stuff. But most high God is within all of us. And that's what he was trying to explain to him. Well, not really trying to explain to him. He was just laughing at him. And then he starts like beating on him. Then Gore gets upset and grabs the necro blade. Now, the necro blade is the only blade that can slay gods. And Gore killed the god that was basically uh, he was looking up to. And he basically they said he started to get corrupt, but he was just like, I'm going to take this into my own hands. Basically, like, no, I'm not, I'm not taking my future. I'm not basically allowing my future to be dictated by God and thinking he's just going to do everything for me. He's just going to lay things right on my lap. Gore was not having that. Gore now was like, I'm killing all the gods because, you know, what I mean, I want people to deal with the same thing I had to deal with. And took everything in his own hands. And this funny thing is, it actually, same thing kind of similar happened to the same exact thing happened to Thor, actually. The same exact thing. He was like, oh, like, um, Zeus. Now, I'm not saying he killed him or anything, but I'm saying Zeus, though, he met Zeus and he was like, oh, Zeus, like, the god of lady, like, yo, that's my hero. I, you know, I'm the god of thunder. I kind of make my stuff after him. And Zeus was just, you know, basically, for lack of better terms, he was an a hole to him. And he was just like, basically, why are you, you idolizing me? Dude, I'm not helping you. Da, da, da. We're safe up here or something, something. And he had to take things into his own hand and try to take something, which I'm not going to explore it too much, in order for, you know, he tried to take something in order for him to go stop him himself instead of relying on his God, relying to the person he looked up to or idolized, which whatever you idolize becomes your God. You idolize money, that becomes your God. You idolize the flag, that becomes your God. Like, he his guy he was like no like i'm gonna take it to my own hand so thor had to go to the similar process as gore wow i just seen that that is crazy and that's why they are a perfect villain and you know hero basically fight they like that that was a good one that was a, now i'm looking back at the movie that was good right there they both went through the same thing um but yeah no so that's basically what that was the deeper meaning from it don't rely on your god take things into your own hand because we we're all gods within ourselves gore was an average man that ended up killing gods and he looked at him as Gore the God Slayer. He became a guy because he took things into his own hands. You are you like we are literally all gods. Wow, this thing, this movie was Manifest movie might be better than I thought. But it's like the, the, the too much comedy, that's what was getting me off. But listen, I, it's just great coming to a realization while I'm talking about it. But literally, I want you guys to keep killing the day and just remember, you pray for marketing like this, man. God we got out.